You're listening to the Exchange Place Podcast. Welcome to another episode of The Exchange, where our hearts, souls, and ears come together for reciprocity and transformation. I am your host, Deborah Faith, and when we get together, we explore topics that help us to better understand ourselves and one another. The Exchange is my personal invitation for you to take inventory of your life. This is our space to be free, vulnerable, transparent. So live in it, learn from it, invite others to it, and most of all, protect it. Take care of it and it will take care of you. Hey, 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 welcome back to another Exchange Place podcast. We are wrapping up the celebration of men this month, and y'all got a heavy hitter in the building with me. I am welcoming Ish to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. He said, I, he said I put on a little bit of pressure for him because he's closing out the, the series. But ladies and gentlemen, I promise you this is going to be a good one. I um, I have nothing but respect for you. Um, I love the, the husband that you are. I love the father that you are. I see what you're doing in music out there. And what really prompted me to actually ask you on the show, and you probably don't even remember this, but I'm going to share. Um, you had done something, and it was during the time of... Of everything going on with George Floyd, and you had shared your experience of growing up in the hood uh-huh. um, and how you had been impacted by police officers, and, and you probably don't remember I that. Remember. You remember? I and I was like, wow. Like, I love to hear people speak, and I love to hear people speak with passion, and I think we need more of that. So I was like, once we start doing the podcast, I was like, of course I'm inviting you All on. Right. Come through. Come share, come share. This month has been, I don't know how much you've listened to or not listened to, but it's been very eye-opening for me. Um, Not only me, but people that I know that are fans of the show and that have been listening to really hear, not just, no, and I'm going to correct myself, not just hear the voice of a man, Mm -hmm. but really try to understand and have understanding of that. So today we're talking about women's thoughts, but men's truth. Because I feel like... And I know, I only want to say I feel like, I know that we're, as as women, we're talking to women about y'all. Right, 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 <laughs> we're right. always, and your wife can probably attest to that. Listen. You have daughters. So we're always talking to one another about what you, you guys think, how you're acting, how you feel. But I think that we're sometimes missing, misinterpreting not listening, listening, or not necessarily taking into account what men are saying or even showing in their actions. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to bring you on and I I know you've been married for some time. Uh So I know you got, I know you got plenty, plenty of insight in that area and you also have daughters, right? So how you guys interact is, you know, different. So I'm going to share a little story this week because I had the conviction um, so I had a conversation with somebody that I had a, re- a previous relationship with, right? And 
If it wasn't Men's Month and I hadn't been listening how I was listening, I would have attacked that conversation so different. And all while he was explaining, like, his his perspective, his lens of what she sees, I was like, wow, I would have never known that. And not only would I have never known that, having conversations from my perspective, I would have never guessed that that was how he felt, right? right? So... I guess I want you to take on how that looks or has looked in your life mm-hmm. when you felt a certain way about a certain situation. And does that even get articulated to the person that you're communicating to? Right. Yeah. All right. Well, first, let me start by saying thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> um, it's been a long time that I've known you, at least from a distance, you know, yeah, high school. High school. High yeah, school. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I might be a little bit older than you. Yeah. Maybe like a year. Um, I'm, you just turned 40. Right? No, 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 no. Oh, no. no you no, turned no, what? 40? I'll be 43 this year. Oh, you will. So we know yeah. we're the same. I graduated. I graduated in 96. So we were yeah. the same class. I was about to say, I class. always thought you were a class under me. Yeah. I, well, yeah, a lot of people did. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. Well, I was about to say, I know you from Murphy Yeah. Uh-huh. But um, thanks for having me. Of course. And, um, yes, there is pressure, fellas. She got me anchoring. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, but it's all good, though. It's you, all good. Look, you are closing out. And, you know, sometimes what they say, you say the best for last. So you See, wrapping up the pressure. series. <laughs> Not at all. But, uh, yeah, I mean, to, to, to your point, um, I think that... Uh, as a man, mm-hmm. we we all right. So you even when we talked through text, you mentioned about how there's different communicating styles. One hundred percent. And um, you know, men have a tendency to approach conversations with with statistics, with facts to the point, and more in general to solution to be solution oriented. Yeah, yeah. And I know even in, in my own relationship that women have a tendency to approach the conversation with uh, community. Yeah. And to try to be understood as opposed to being solved. Yeah. Um, Men are definitely. So yeah. it's, it's actually a style and I don't want to cut yeah. you off, but there's a style called report that mm. men function in. Right. Where it's like they want to get to the resolution. Right. 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 <laughs> and we want to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, it, even to, a, to, you know, use that as an example, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine mm-hmm. the other day and um, I just asked her a simple question. Just, yeah. It really was just like. A simple five word answer question and Women it turned into like an hour conversation. It was just like, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to know how you were doing this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? but, yeah. but I've grown and am still growing to understand that we yeah. approach things differently. Yeah. So a lot of the times it is it is based on being able to listen, being able to um, put your communication style aside to try to understand what a person is saying and why, how, you know, what their approach is. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's male and female alike. Yeah. So how, I I guess in that, because I'm also in that stage of growing, Mm -hmm. right? And like I was sharing with you, I had the the conversation that I had, I was laughing at myself internally because as I was listening, I was like, probably a year ago, I would have been like, and I was like, but there was something that I really wanted to not only hear, but kind of understand his perspective uh-huh. and something that I thought was this big was this big for him. Right. And I'm like, and I, I never want to put anybody's feelings and say yeah. they aren't valid. Yeah. Right. So I'm I'm learning that process. I think for the listeners to who are going to listen to this podcast or are currently right now listening to this podcast. How do we how do we get to a place that we we are trying to really listen and understand one another rather than speaking to respond? Right. 
And like like you said, your your, your friend who's who's a, a woman who probably in your head you like it's, it could have been five minutes, right? <laughs> at, at thirty minutes, what are you doing differently that you would have done in the past? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To like get to the hour right. and not you know what I mean? Cut her off in her thought and sharing. Well, again, well, so my wife is a woman. <laughs> we <laughs> so, know. We, we know. And so how long she, you been married? I've been married 19 years. Oh, this year. That's what's years. up. Yep. Clap it up for Thank that. You. That's Thank a you. that's a long time. Yep. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So you were experienced uh, <laughs> in that area. So I, I, will, I will say this about being married. Um, you get better. I would, okay. I would never want to I would never want to approach it in the sense of saying I'm experienced like I, I have it figured out I have the answers because we're constantly growing and evolving and she's Absolutely. a new person every day yeah, I'm a new person are. every day and, and we're we're learning each other anew you know okay. our kids are practically grown our youngest daughter she'll be 18 in three weeks two okay. weeks oh, okay. and you know we're at a point now where our kids are they don't have time for us they're doing their own yep, life I'm there too and, you know so <laughs> yeah. now we're rediscovering each other and so to, to approach it as if I'm an expert on something I, I, I'm still figuring things out yeah. but I am learning um, one of my mentors uh, always would tell me whenever he was, a, was approached with a question mm-hmm. or in dialogue with somebody when something was said to him that he didn't understand or he wasn't sure on, or even if he just wanted to make sure, he would repeat the question back to them. Mm, um, I like that. Give them the opportunity to say, this is what I'm saying, or this is not what I'm saying. I love that. Um, that's something that I try to put in practice. Obviously, I don't hit that target all the time, all the time but it's but definitely but... something that helps mm-hmm. in communication, not just with, with women, but with men, with people in general. Okay. Um, because we... We have a tendency to filter what we hear through who we are, what our experiences are. That's good. Um, everything that makes us us, mm-hmm. what we hear is how we filter it through those things. Those things. So somebody can be literally saying, you know, your hair looks nice and you'll say, you'll hear them saying, I need to get my hair done. Yeah. You know, or so on and so forth. So it's a, it's about being able to listen Take the time. Even, even in the conversation that I was having with my friend, mm-hmm. I had to, all right, it's, you know, you kind of wanted to just make this a quick conversation. <laughs> quick conversation. But she, she has, this is her mode of communication. Yeah. So communicate the way she wants to communicate and, gotcha. and try to, you know, live in her space for that moment. And, you know, you just, it's, it's, a, it's a process. It's, it's an exchange. I checked out a couple times, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but it's a process. Yeah. That's good, though. I, I, love, I love what you said that. Not only kind of what you're doing in your relationship with your wife, but just in general, because I think that's transferring mm-hmm. into, you know, your friendships right. as well to kind of be like, OK, this is not normally what I would do, but I'm trying to relearn what I already learned. I so agree with you that um, often I tell um, my, my friend that. Sometimes we hear different things because of our own traumas, our own things that we deal with. So we kind of be able to separate those things. And I do it to myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, why do I feel this way? (laughs) And I know that's a little weird for some people, but that's my self-talk that I have with Mm -hmm. myself. A lot of times I'm like, hey, why do I feel like this? Like, what really is the issue? Am I mad at this? And I'm just learning and continue to learn that even for me, even getting angry, right? There's something I feel before that, Mm -hmm. right? So like, why am I not addressing that? Like, how did I get to anger? Like, what was my first? Was I, you know, did I feel disrespected? Did I feel unappreciative? Like, in that moment, like, what was I feeling that got me to anger? Mm -hmm. But I think 
And and that's what, again, the exchange place is, is really learning yourself and doing the self-work mm-hmm. so we can have those better exchanges with whether it's wives or business partners or any relationships. What I'd love to know, though, (laughs) so in that, in sharing, since you've been married so long, you have, I'm sure, long relationships outside of that as Mm -hmm. well. Um, Are you fearful in sharing those areas or has that been like a growing place for you of like being able to, to share? That is a place that I am recently growing in. Okay. Okay. Um, you mentioned you mentioned earlier about, or a few seconds ago, mm-hmm. about uh, finding yourself having those personal conversations. Why am I this way? Why? Yeah, I, you know, yeah. that's that's a space that I've recently. I want to say in the last three or four years that yeah. I've grown into where I'm like, nice. Well, why am I responding this way? Why? You know? Yeah, and realizing that? that all of that stuff has a source, right? It does. <laughs> it know? really does. Yeah. And people don't think people are like this is how I am. I'm like, but. Why are you like that? What yeah. triggers you? And if you follow it back and you really take the time to look back, you can go back and be yes. like, this is the, you can yes. pinpoint that place, mm-hmm. but you have to be, and I'm telling the listeners, they really have to, you got to be ready to really deal. go in yeah. and deal with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a whole nother work. Cause right. that has nothing to do with anybody else. Right. Like it's being, all you. being able to look yourself yep. in the mirror. Yep. So in that growth of like the, the fearful place to share mm-hmm. or, where do you think that stems from? I mean, you for well, I'll speak for me. I'm not gonna speak for any other yeah, guy, but for absolutely. myself, um, it's about insecurities. It's about protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about um, you know. I shared with a friend the other day. I said, you know, there's a there's a truth to the saying that the things that are the hardest to share, the easiest to share with strangers, are the hardest to share with those who you know. And um, I shared with him. That that is, I find that to be a factual statement in my life, and the reason why, what I realize about mm-hmm. me is the reason why is because to a stranger, there's no accountability. Mm-hmm. I don't. If if I share with you some deep truth about myself mm-hmm. and you judge me, it doesn't matter because when we're finished talking, you go your way, I go and my you can way. Go back to your home, you know. Yeah. But with a person that I'm personable with in relationship with, with someone that I have accountability to, yeah. I run the risk of changing how they look at me. By being mm-hmm. honest and being open. And I think that, in a sense, that's something that we all deal with, why we don't share our 100% selves, why we're reluctant. And even when we do find ourselves feeling safe to share, we give it in increments because we're worried about how they're going to handle it, if they can handle it. Does this change the way you look at me? Do you love me different? Do you view me different? Mm-hmm. Are you receiving me different? Got and it. so I think that I know for me, that has been a stain for me. I'm just now getting to a place now where I'm accepting me enough to say that if you really love me, you'll accept, you'll accept me that yeah. and we'll figure it out together. Yeah. You know, or whatever the case, whatever the, the situation, whatever the may situation be, it you know? is. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. I think we all go through that. Yeah. I don't, I definitely don't think that's um, for men less than women. I think we all get to a place that we're, you know, trying to get comfortable with, com- as they say, comfortable in your skin, yes. right? And you want to get comfortable there. I know for me, it took me a long time to get there, mm-hmm. right? Um, I definitely had what you were talking about. I could totally relate. I definitely had 
a place that I couldn't see myself. So it's hard if you can't really see you to really identify if people will accept you, right? right? Because it's like, I can't really, who am I, right? Right. And that was one of the questions I used to ask myself in the mirror for years, Mm -hmm. like, who are you? Like, really, really, who are you? And that was coupled with traumas Mm -hmm. and, you know, and all different things that I just, you know, I had to dig through. I had to get, get through. I definitely think it's acceptance. I feel like for my life, I always say I was a chameleon Mm -hmm. in parts of my life that I gave people what I thought they could handle or the pieces of me that I thought that they could handle. And I always felt like I had to be a certain person for different people, if that makes sense. And to to the extent of, I was just like, I don't know if they could take like, for one person, I always say this even now, because as people see me, some people can't even accept what I'm doing yeah, right now, right? Yeah, because yeah. for them, at one point, that was the singer deb, or are you the the person that does the uh, apparel line, uh, or are you? And I'm like, I'm all that, right? Right? And not to say it like that, but I am all yeah. that, right? I have layers, and I used to hide them, yeah, and yeah. used to really hide them. So I I know on the I think on the male side, I know I experienced. I have boys, mm-hmm. right? So I believe that men, again, we kind of condition men growing up as, you know, men don't cry, Mm -hmm. be strong. It don't hurt like that. And I think that's why as we grow up, even in relationships with men, you don't feel like they feel. And I'm so guilty of that. Mm -hmm. I'm so guilty of that. I'm like, he don't care. (laughs) He don't care. And it's, it's not that. It's just that, A, I don't think it's as free for men to share. Right. Um, or accept it. I don't want to say it's free, but A, they have to get there and they have to be, they have to relearn that. Yeah. We're, we're, we are, we are taught to be strong. Yeah. We're but what is strong? strong. What does that mean? What like, it, and, and that is a good question because mm-hmm. that's something that I find myself toggling with. Okay. Right? Because the identity is, you know, for men, as we're taught, strong means protector. Strong means provide. Strong okay. means stern. Strong yeah. means stone face. Strong means a uh, firm hand. You know, yeah. th- those are the things that we are, whether it's verbalized to us or inadvertently taught t- taught to us. These these are the things that we identify as strong. Whether it's when you're playing on the playground, yeah, with other fellas, you know, yeah, watching how the women relate to the strong one, yeah, you know, whether it's how your mom response to your dad your or dad. lack of a dad how she responds to other men wow. all of these things are teachers of us it's not just verbal yeah. you know that's that's probably the mind you're also watching you know yeah. um, means of communication and so you grow up with these things and um Realizing that as you get older, that you still have human emotions. You still can sit on the couch and watch this Lifetime movie, <laughs> and, and your eyes may water too yeah, because gotcha. you're a human being. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, but um, in our society, we're not often given this space to be human. And if we do present some sort or sense of us being human, it's received as weak. Yeah. Um, it's uh, responded to as weak by mm-hmm. men and women alike. Often, yeah, and um, you know, the the irony of that is, is that we are always asked by women to be open and be transparent, yeah. and be vulnerable, and it's like, you know, it's kind of like, all right, well, which one? Do which I, do you, you know? want? Yeah, yeah, because you know, if I give one, I lose the other, and you know, yeah, so. when you can have both, I, yeah. and I learned that. So I I grew up more of a tomboy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was I was a tomboy most of my life. So I was very when the boys were younger. 
I was, you know, the disciplinarian. I was the, uh, and I still am to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But I realized with both of my sons at a certain age, when I was just like, are you good? Like they stopped talking more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, you know, is everything okay? But I realized I was wiring that mm-hmm. them that way. Like you're okay. You know, you fall or you hurt yourself. You you don't have no blood. You're fine. Right. Like it doesn't hurt. Right. And it's like nah. And then they would have grown up. Thank God. You know, I got to where I am because that's impacted how mm-hmm. I even parent them. Right. But they would have gotten to a place and now whenever their first relationship and everything is, now they have a girl like, tell me how you feel. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, well, I don't even know how I feel yeah, yeah, in that yeah, case yeah. because I've been told sure. so long not to feel, mm-hmm. right? And I, I think that thing, I think it, it burdens us, probably on both ends yeah. if I'm honest, on the, the strong Absolutely. the strong woman, black independent yeah. woman, um, that strength I know I felt like that Mm -hmm. a lot of my life. You know, I'm a single parent. It's just like, oh, carry the weight, carry the weight, and just don't show how you feel. And it's like, no, I'm over here hurting. (laughs) You know, I'm having a tough time. And I know I can't even imagine what it feels like to be a black male, Mm -hmm. right? So, I, you know, I'm raising two of them, but I don't know what that feels like. You know what I mean? And I can't even imagine on top of just the male across the board, right? right? But on top of that, the black male who is, like, just on guard for everything, how do you, where is that safe place? You know what I mean? (sighs) That's a a mouthful because, you know, and and it's, it's funny, funny enough, I try to foster that. With within my circle, mm-hmm. um, I think I think for most men we don't have like settings. Okay, um, you know, like like girlfriends could go get a bottle of wine, yeah, and, and make it a, a girls' night, and yeah. you know, go. Men don't typically have those spaces again because even within our circles together, it's still received Is as this weak, really, to be vulnerable. Often. Wow. Um, but like I was saying, because of the things, the work that I've been doing with myself in, in recent years, mm-hmm. I've just kind of gotten to a place where, like you said about uh, being a chameleon, right? Mm-hmm. Almost having to be um, bipolar in some senses, in some instances, mm-hmm. because you want to fit. You, you want to fit. You don't want to uh, rock the boat in different spaces. And you get to a place where it's kind of like, okay, if I don't be who I am, if I don't explore who I am, if I'm not vulnerable with who I am, I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. You know, I'm going to lose yeah. my mind. So yeah. I've gotten to a place now where it's just like, this is who I am. And the people who are supposed to be in my life will, will accept be there. me Absolutely. as who I am. Yeah. And, and as I work through the things that need work. Yeah. And, and so becoming. I tr- right. Yeah. And so I try to foster that with male friends that I have. Uh, presenting spaces for them to be vulnerable. Gotcha. Presenting spaces for them to talk about the things. This is a that, space. Yeah. And this, the exchange <laughs> this place is, the, is a space. This is space. You know, I've been watching, like, I've been watching a lot of the, the videos that you've yeah. been putting out, and I'm like, yo, these dudes are really talking. Like, yeah, I love you know, it. Like, it's, it's cool. And, and, and to have those spaces for men to feel vulnerable and be able to speak their truth and, yeah. and be honest about how they feel and view things without feeling attacked, yeah. without feeling, you know, um, hyper-masculine or, yeah, or feeling uh, super weak or whatever the case is, those extremes. But to be able to say, this is how I feel. Let's sort through these things. Yeah. Let's talk through these things. I need your perspective, yeah. you know, in order to, to, to be better, in order to have a better view of what's men what it is. Men need men. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you with what you said. I was thinking about, like, I don't know know 
that men kind of do that with one another. It's rare. Um, for, for whatever reason. And we really do, as women, we do have mm-hmm. that space. And I think it's so important. I, I After doing the, the men's month, I think I, I'm pretty much decided to do a women's month, too, because I think there's so much miscommunication yeah. between each other. And I just think it would it would heal a place that really would... I mean, take relationships, and I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. I just think communications through opposite sex, whether it's parenting, I I think it overall would just blow people's mind if we could get back to a space that we understood one another. And I really think that both sides want to know, regardless of what I think is being pumped um, to us on social media Mm -hmm. and just in culture right now of like... Um, one of the last shows, one of the young men said that, you know, music is teaching oh, sure. um, us how to move, right? So you have the, because I had three young men mm-hmm. who, well, I won't say who none of them had relationships, but weren't in current relationships that they at least, you know, said on the show. Mm-hmm. But they were saying like, okay, well, you have the man over here trying to make a stable life for themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. Right. But it's kind of get mine, get mine. And then you have this independent woman on, or young lady on this side trying to get everything, but not really feeling like they need one another, right? right? And not that you want, you know, you have you have young girls. Mm-hmm. I have um, younger young men. And not that you want them in relationships right away. However, that, you want that. You, want be, that. Yeah. you know, you right. want that. But I don't even think they're looking at that. They're not. They're not. <laughs> they're not. And you, if you think if we're having a hard time because mm-hmm. we grew up in a whole different era right. where we actually sit down and have conversations to this texting method, mm-hmm. to this, you know, whether it's um, IG or DMs or whatever they're doing, like they, I, I worry about them. Right. I worry about what it's going to look like when 20 years from now, right. you know what I'm saying? I'm older. And I, I just, I, I, I want to bridge the gap at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think there's a place and space and I want to make more and do more with men. So if you ever want to hook up and do something, I have a team of guys that are just like, yo, this is dope. Like, let's do more of this. And to get you guys in a room, I I would love to have just men in the room and let y'all. I would love to do something like that. Because I feel like, you know, and again, back to to your original statement about men and and men having a space and the wherewithal to do the work, Mm -hmm. I like to say. Yeah. Men men tend to approach relationships with other men in a hierarchy sense, right? What do you mean? So Share. so from again, like I go back to like the playground days. Okay. Right? You know, from 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 early on, men are taught there's an alpha. Okay. And that's the everything falls beneath that. You know, so okay. when we approach situations, we're always searching within when we're dealing with other men. Okay. You know, all right, who's who's an alpha? Who's who's not an alpha? How am th- these things are gonna determine how I relate to really? other men. This is how men I don't even know if we even always recognize it or understand it, that but this is kinda it. how we approach how we deal with one another. Okay. Are you a stand up I'm sorry, stand up guy? Mm-hmm. Do you you know, are you are you gonna be afraid if I'm looking you in your face? You know, those okay. type of things. These things play a, a, a part in how we relate to each other. Jay Z was doing an interview where he was talking about how uh, you can walk down the street with another, you know, in the direction of another man and be almost not wanting to look him in the eye because if you look him in his eyes, it's almost like you're challenging him. 
right? Challenging his wow. manhood. Challenging, you know, his ability to be a man or whatever. And it's like, nah, I'm looking at you because I see you. And it doesn't make you any less of a man because I look at you. And it doesn't make you any less of a man because you feel vulnerable. Yeah. And what it is is that you're 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 approaching things from a standpoint of trying to hide those vulnerabilities so you overcompensate by the hyper masculinity. You overcompensate by the fact that I'm an alpha. Okay. You know, or I'm I'm this. And so we approach relationship with one another that way. Um that tends to change once we know each other. Got but you. when we come together, but if you just ran, if you just right, yeah. and, and you'll you'll see it. The next time you see I a room full of men, already, yeah. I'm telling you, next time you see a room full of men, watch how they interact, how they greet each other. It'll be subtle things. It won't be like you know, hard you know eyes and stares or whatever. But the the conversation and the way that they approach and even watch their eyes, mm. what they look at, the things that they focus on, the watch, the shoes, you know, those different things because those things communicate. How you feel about you, what your status may be in society. Wow. And then those things determine to me how, how I, I relate to you wow. and how I talk to you and how I communicate to you. That's so good. You know, so men men tend to approach things that way. And it it makes for, again, that hierarchy thing because now we have to stop. You, you find this even in the household, we have to establish our roles in mm-hmm. the spaces that we're in where, you know, women do that, too, but not to a degree. Women, again, are more commun- communal. You okay. know, women are more oriented in community, yeah. you know, so y'all find yourselves in spaces, smaller groups, spaces where you all can contribute and receive, you know, and if there's a person that doesn't fit, fit that person just not at all. Yeah, it, I got know? you. I got so you. at least that's my observation. Yeah. No, you know? I, when you say that, that's, that's very true. <laughs> that's a good observation. Yeah. I'm just thinking from a woman's perspective, I think something similar happened. So what I will say normally, and I'm, I'm going to take your your what you share into account next time I'm in the room, I'm probably in the barbershop and watch how men <laughs> interact. But I think what's different with men rather than women that I've experienced, unless you're a certain type of woman in a certain type of place, mm-hmm. I think there's more cattiness yeah. amongst women. I, so. I if women walk in a room, and I, I, I'm not like that, because if a girl walks in a room and she's beautiful or has on a job, you're like, girl, where you get that dress from? You're uh-huh. wearing that dress. But it's a lot of competition, mm-hmm. I think, between women. Men seem, at least from my naked eye now, because uh-huh. now I'm going to go and observe, mm-hmm. seem more like friendly. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use the barbershop. If a new guy comes in the barbershop, I'm, it is a it is a like a who are you initially right. when a guy walks in, but it's a different type of exchange yeah, yeah, that they yeah, have. Yeah. That's just a respect right. overall. Right. Um, they're not disrespectful. Mm-hmm. On a woman's side, it, it doesn't always. And I, and it I, I always, observed that as well. It doesn't always yeah. look like that, yeah. depending on what the energy is, or I think also it just speaks to people's insecurities. Mm-hmm. Like I, and I, I'm probably at some point been that woman, but I've definitely walked in a space where it's just like, Hey, right. everybody. And everybody just like, right. So I think it's different in that sense, but I love what you said. And now I'm going to yeah. listen to y'all, y'all, y'all pay attention to the men. And it's, I, and you know I want to know, I want to understand. It's, it's, it's something key that you said too, because there is a mutual respect that's given. Yeah, right? it is on 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 the on the onset. Okay, you know, and again, and that that again has to deal with that sizing up, right? 
So when you size, like the size up, is that size up of like what people think you have visually? Like, I think it's all of those things. Okay. You know, uh, from your communication, like using a barbershop is, is a prime example. A prime you example. Know, um, you go to, you go into a barbershop, especially if you're new to a barbershop, yeah. you're being sized up from the moment you walk in. They may what's up you, you know, they may be very cordial, very respectful, but they're watching you. How you move, how you sit in the chair, what your response is. If somebody tells a joke, are you smiling? Because if, if you smile and you don't know these people, that might make you weak. That might make you vulnerable. Are you stone-faced? All of these things are things that men inadvertently do. And we judge who you are and how we react. And that's not just with men. That's with women as well. Yeah. We judge based off of those things, you know? Mm-hmm. A man, if you notice, like, a, a man, if, if he's trying to... Uh, Getting good with you, I say it that yeah, way. Or whatever, what he'll say yeah. certain things. He, it's all to see what your how you respond because how you respond is going to determine to him. All right, this is this type of person, so I got to move this type of way with this type of person. I can be dominant with this person, or oh, this person might not be that. All right, so you know, I said a joke, and she didn't really smile at the joke. So all right, so I right, crossed <laughs> that one that. off. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> that, that, yeah. those type of things, and so that's how we navigate in our world, you know. And um, I don't think often. Because because we are, again, solvers, mm-hmm. we're oriented to solutions, that's how we approach everything. We try to gather as much information as we can, mm-hmm. gather as much facts, come up with a solution, come up with some data, and, and we move in that vein. And yeah. that's how we do. Okay. That's good to know. So I'm, I'm listening because I'm thinking, I think I probably, yeah, I'm somewhere in the middle. I grew up as a very much a tomboy, but I was thinking like, I really, I definitely have the stone face. Uh-huh. I, I don't have, I, I, don't, I, probably, I, I hope I don't have it no more, but I used to have this like, you don't want none. In school, you did. Yeah, that, but I, it was a, it was a, yeah. it was a protective thing. I get it. I, yeah. But I grew up around boys. Like I would yeah. fight. Like I was, a, I was a, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And I had that kind of don't come over here. Yeah, yeah, so people yeah. were not yeah. welcoming to talk. Now, I, I, I was the same way. <laughs> yeah. I was the same way. Yeah. I, I remember my junior high year. I mean, my junior year in high mm-hmm. school. Um, and I was at Essex Catholic before I came to Irvington. Okay. And um. There was a kid named Rudy came up to me one day. Like we we had already became like, okay. <laughs> so we had cool or whatever, and we you know we were at lunch one day and we were talking. He's like, man, for the first couple months, I wouldn't say nothing to you, bro. I'm like, why? He's like, because your face is always scrunched up or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, for a long time I would always say like, well, that's just my face. But you know, in latter years, I realized no, that was a defense mechanism. Def- yeah, that's 100%. That's, that's all it was. It was a defense mechanism, and I didn't want to be. I didn't want to find myself in a position where. Where if I presented myself friendly, then people were taking advantage of me. Absolutely. Or, were, or yep. intruding in my space because yep. people have a tendency to do those things. And so as a man, I'm the oldest of four boys. Gotcha. I'm I am the man in the house more or less because my father wasn't there. Gotcha. So I, I always had to present myself as the alpha, yeah. you know, and there's times when I'm not, I don't feel the alpha. There's times when I'm afraid. There's yeah. times when I don't want no problems. I don't yeah. want no smoke, you know, like but yeah, right, now. It, not today. yeah. right. You know, yeah. but you have to walk through life with the face. Yeah. You know? I had the face. Yeah. I had the face for so long that I remember people used to literally say, why you never smile? Yeah. And I used to be like, I'm not even noticing I am that smiling. I was I'm like I'm kind of smiling but to me it was a defense mechanism yeah, it yeah. was definitely something to tell people mm-hmm. like look <laughs> don't come yeah. over here I don't want to be bothered right. back up when it's I want to be bothered I'll, I'll let you, you know yeah, yeah I'll, I'll let you know 
So do you think, let's, let's circle back a little bit about you talking about you navigating through sharing your feelings. Mm-hmm. So as you've been going through this process, do you think it's helped your relationships that you have? I know you talked about your friend that you you, you spent. We're yeah. going to clap you up for your, <laughs> your hour spent where it should have been five minutes. We're going to clap you up for that. But like, has it, has it, have you seen it? I often feel like as we do work in ourselves, it transfers across the board. Mm-hmm. So not only in relationships of, you know, maybe parenting, even with your wife right. or even business shifts. Sure, right. Sure. So has that having or finding, I call it finding my voice. Mm-hmm. I feel like I finally found my voice where I'm OK with saying how I feel. I'm okay with that. I feel a certain way and people might not understand that Mm -hmm. how I feel, but it's valid. It doesn't make it less valid because I feel a certain way. So like on your journey, because you said three, four years that you've been kind of navigating that place. Like, have you seen changes in relationships and changes in that are good ones where you feel like this is the place and and the way I'm supposed to be going? I think the, the major change that I've seen is people's willingness to be more vulnerable with me. Um, yes. I think that that's probably the uh, timestamp, I would say. Like a timestamp. Because yeah. I can kind of like relegate to specific times where people just started being a little bit more open with me, mm-hmm. a little bit more willing to be honest and share. But I know, I know for a fact that that has more to do with me mm-hmm. being able to be that with myself and yeah. then with them. And then creating a space where like, yo, you, you, can be tr- you can trust this because... Yeah. You know, I'm laying myself out, you know. Um, also, in, you know, how I see uh, the people that I am in relationship with, where there were times, there was a time as of recent where I would, I would go off, I, I would fly off the deep end when something would happen, something would go bad. I've, I've had a recent experience, experience where something just went completely awry. Mm-hmm. And it was just those people's fault. Period. Yeah. <laughs> it's your fault because I'm a good guy and I try to be right by everybody and it's your fault, it's your fault. and it's and all of those things. But um going on this journey has really made me step back from a place of like I I, I don't even care what was your fault. Mm-hmm. What part did I play? Yeah. What, what was the thing that I did? That's the place. Yeah, you know? That's the and, place. And because I don't want this to be something that's repetitive in any other space yeah. that I find myself in. And not only that. You know, my goal in life is to grow, is to to do better, is to be successful at the things that I put my hands to. And if I'm finding myself having the same interactions, the same situations, then there is a part in that that I'm playing. Yeah, so that was a common you know, denominator. Yeah, right. Absolutely. You know, so, so rather than letting this or having this become something that continues to happen in the cycle that's happening, let's deal with me. Let's yeah. figure me out. And so I'm I'm finding in that in those moments that I am growing more grace for other people. Love it. Which is a huge thing. Like that's a you word know, of like, wisdom right there. I, I, there's time, but like I said before, it was times where it was like, nah, you you the corporate culprit. You gotta go. Period. <laughs> and now yeah. it's just like, you know what? I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. You know, because here's my part, and the part that I played, I wasn't being intentional about being this type of person. Yeah. There's things that has happened in my past. There's ways that I've grown up. There's ways that I've been taught. All of those things have come together to make me react the way I reacted, to respond the way that I respond, to take the things that I took when I shouldn't have taken them, and so on and so forth. Those things all made me that person. So, because I'm that person, doesn't make me that person. You understand what I'm saying? I I totally get it. So, it's like, so, so give me Oh, well, maybe you won't give me grace. Maybe you won't give me grace. That's okay. 
I'm doing my work. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, while I'm doing my work, I'm also going to understand that you need grace too, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. You, you have insecurity too, whether you realize it or not. You have issues and things that you need to do to deal with, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. And because I know that, Grace. I'll give you grace. Yeah. And, and, and grace is a great better. place. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, it it's is. a great place. It's a great place to get to. My friends will always be like, they'll be like, you always trying to understand. <laughs> but I love, you know why? Because I want to be understood. Exactly. Um, exactly. And in order to want to be understood, I have to try to understand other mm-hmm. people. So I always want that space, whether I agree or disagree. I love having those hard and tough conversations yeah. with people because it gives me a different perspective that I didn't have before. Right. And I'm like, I might not understand because I didn't grow up the way that you grew right. up. I don't have, you know, I come from this family. You come from that family. Some things that you're doing was very normal, maybe right. in your household or how you normally deal with right. people. And I'm like, I'm, I don't function like right. that. So I don't understand it. But I want to know right. if we can figure out a place to go. Now, right. everybody can't go, but right. I am just going to be real. Yeah. Everybody's not meant to go, but there is a place for grace. Yeah. And I love that you said that. That's yeah. definite. So I know we about to wrap up I want you to leave first of all I want you to share anything that you have come upcoming okay. that you want people to tap into mm-hmm. I know you do music I think you got another album I won't tell too much so yeah. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna all let right. you flow with what you you have coming up and then I want you to give the good people some some words of wisdom in I think for the men mm-hmm. more so of I guess dealing with one another because mm-hmm. you talked about that a lot um, and, and maybe I'll get a lady some okay. <laughs> some wisdom right. on his side well, I hope I, I give some some sound advice or you gave you gave you dropped some gems in here. Okay, you did. Great. Awesome. You did. Um, but as far as what I got going on um, right now, I'm working on my second solo studio project. I worked on several, but this is yes, yes, yes. yeah. I'm, I'm, found, I'm hoping that that's exactly what we hear when this project yes. comes out. You know? We speaking it into existence. <laughs> Come on now, yeah. <laughs> you know? But uh, yeah, the project is titled Forty, okay. and um, it has everything to do with what we're talking about. This coming of age yeah. uh, situation that's coming to oneself, um, okay. which is why it was titled Forty. It's a project that. Uh, kind of came to mind when I turned 40. Okay. You know, being gotcha. in that space of like... That you know, space is a different yeah, space. It's a weird... <laughs> it's a weird, weird, weird but, space when you turn 40. Yeah, it's weird, but... Not a bad. If you can... If you can navigate it, it is a uh, revealing place. It is. It's a revealing place, and, mm-hmm. it's, and it's, that makes it good. Okay. That makes it good. Yeah. And so uh, that's what this project is, uh, you know, mostly about. Um, we're having fun on it as well, yeah. but it's mostly about, you know, this is me. Yeah. This is who I am with all my flaws, all my colors, all uh, everything that makes me me, this is me. Yeah. Love it. I love it. That's so, it. So know? when is it dropping? When can, right. And where can people get okay. it? So the project, when it drops, it will be available on all streaming outlets, okay. Apple Music, uh, Spotify, wherever you whatever you fancy, you'll be able to find it there. Gotcha. You know, as with all um, any music that I released or whatever. I haven't set an exact release date, but we are looking to do this in the third to fourth quarter. Okay. So, yeah. so give me your Instagram yeah. so they know where to yes. find you so they can, you know, yeah. look out for the project. Yep. So my Instagram and my Twitter is at transparent-ish, transparent, I-S-H. 
And um, you can also follow me on Facebook. You know, my name Ishmael Ish Rouse. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just keep in contact with me. That's that's where I'm yeah, at. Um, you check know, them I'm, out, y'all. Yeah, I, I drop some. I put some stuff up every now and again. But we're gonna be putting out some music real soon as we lead up to the project and okay. itself, some music videos as well. Yeah. So yeah, so that's what we're working on. Awesome. Um, um, if I did have some words to leave to the fellas, because I don't want to give the impression that we are just out here being competitive. That's definitely not um, the impression I want to leave. But what I will say is find you a safe space amongst other men where you can learn, where you can be vulnerable, where you can be transparent. Um, the work that I have done, the work that I am doing, let me say that mm-hmm. within myself has been most productive in the spaces of other men. Love it. It's been most productive. I've been able to find men, um, predominantly older men, that I can be vulnerable with, that I can be honest and open with, that I don't have to fear uh, viewing me different, treating me different, looking Mm -hmm. at me different by being completely open and honest and and, and allowing them to use their life experiences to give me advice uh, to help me be better. And, um, And if you have a woman in your life that loves you, that's serious about you, she's a safe space as well. Um, my wife has been that for me Love and um, continues to be that for me. So I think that for us, um, as the men we are supposed to be, as the fathers, husbands, and um, just the, the, the backbones we would, I would love for us to be the backbones and support of our communities. I should say it that way. Yeah. Um, that starts with that vulnerability. It okay. starts with um, finding a safe, split, a safe space to look at yourself yeah. and do the work for yourself. And um, I think when we can get to that space, when we get to that place, we can be our whole selves. We can be better for our communities. We can stand up and um, do what we need to do for our husbands, our wives, I should say, yeah. um, our children, for just our community our at community. large. You know, I love so, that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I, I, I would. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna reiterate something that you said, and I think that women need to give to men more is grace. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a huge misunderstanding, and there's a huge narrative being pushed on women as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's also impacting younger women even more that they have no good men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Thoughts. And they are not even at an age to even date. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they're getting they're getting fed that mm-hmm. so early that people, uh, women have lost hope because I talk to a lot of women that there are good men and mm-hmm. I know that they are. I refuse to lose hope that they're yeah. good men. Yeah. You know I know I mean? a lot of them. I, I, I was about to say, I know, I, I know a lot of good men too, but I, I know that especially single women or younger women, They've lost hope um, in that. And I would say that, you know, nobody's going to come perfect because we're not perfect people to begin with, but that they would honestly give people grace and those and and to discern who deserves grace. There you go. Right. That's what I was going to just add on that. Yeah. Because it, it. that that narrative is not pulled out the air. Yeah. Right? There yeah. there's facts to that narrative. Yeah, no. But we also have to take the responsibility of who we give yeah. space to, who, who we, we choose. give. Yeah, yeah. Because we are some total of our choices. Yeah. You know? And That's so good. um what what you find yourself, the relationships you find yourself in, those people that you find yourself matching with, you chose them. Yeah. So you you have to you have to be more careful about the things you choose and who you choose to be around and yeah. who you entertain and all of those different things. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, so it's important. It it's important. It's yeah. important. I love that. I love that. And I thank you. I thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know no, um, to come and grace this space. And I pray as we do more things, because I definitely want to do some things yeah. with men and women. Um, I would love for you to be one of those people Please. if you are able to. Definitely. So thank you for coming. I appreciate you inviting we'll, me. Yeah. 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 So we'll talk to you next week. Next week.